I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Just waking up in the morning, got to thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no smog, and Mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a call from a girl I want to dig out. Hooked it up for later as I hit the dough, thinking, will I live another 24? I got to go because I got to get a drop, get me a drop top. And if I hit the switch, I can make the ass drop. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Monday it is Monday. Yes, it is. Um, you know, uh, nothing special really happening today. Just uh, a regular show. Uh, still got this fucking cold, but um, <laughs> we're going to do the best we can, man. You know, I've had to shut my life down the last four or five days. I didn't even leave the house today. Just me, hot tea, and medicine. That's all that was happening today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, trying to get better. So, uh, once again, like I said, apologize for the quality of the show. If there's some coughing or some awkward pauses while I'm drinking this hot tea, trying to, you know, stay alive. Um, <laughs> this podcast is called the Blackout Tips. You can find it at theblackouttips.com. You can find us on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio. Just search for the Blackout Tips. While you're there, please leave us a five star review. Um, if you appreciate the show, you know, leave us some kind words in that five star review. If you hate the show, leave us some fucked up words in those five star reviews, but leave us a five star review is what I'm saying. That's the only way your it. voice gonna be heard. Right. This is the best way to possibly get your voice heard on the show and pretty much the only way that I'm going to ever listen to a troll or a hater. So, you know, make sure you, you follow the rules. Um, uh, if you want to donate to the show, subscribe to the show, to the premium, uh, selection of podcasts. Karen put out a new premium show last night. Um, where, she, yeah, yeah. And, um, I I was up at twelve something o'clock at night putting it up, man. Mm-hmm. But but it was so you. good, no problem. It was really it was really good for those of you um, that really love and enjoy and go back to our <clears> premium. <throat> just listening to the lip smacking good. This is number eleven, and I really had a very very good time. It's very informative. It's very educational, um, and I had a really really good time with uh, Marquise. Yeah, he talked to Marquise Martin Hayes of the proper physique a uh, proper physique.com about mm-hmm. juicing and ultra marathons and <clears throat> raw vegan nutrition mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and uh he also uh for for everybody you can go uh, even if you don't have premium you can go click on the post and uh he's given a free audio book a copy of his audio book to all our listeners so uh you can get it for free go to the blackouttest.com lip smacking good number 11 is the post and um it's called The Purpose of Food. Uh, you can click on there and download a, a free copy of Marquis's book. So, uh, if you guys want to know about some, uh, you know, some, some proper nutrition, yeah, some exercising yeah, and juicing and, and better <clears throat> health and taking care of your body and things like that. Um, it, it, it was fun. And, uh, this is, this one is, lo- is a little longer. That's because it just had so much information and stuff to share. And I really, uh, picked his brain about a lot of, uh, stuff. So y'all please go out there and support him and let him know that y'all heard about him through us. Yep. Um, you can also check out all of our guest spots from the last couple of weeks. Uh, we were on Chonilla. 
with clove and shirley we did a four-part valentine's day podcast mm-hmm. and it's really five parts because they separate out the news okay um, so we did that uh we were on kevo and montoyas's beating the block last week yes. last friday yes we were um i was sick so i sounded a little subdued on that one but that was because i was muting the mic every two minutes to cough my lungs out <laughs> um we were i was on with chris and kev doing a movie trailer review recap of almost human episode disrupt and karen was on regular black woman with jaquetta number 11 the black woman who tips mm-hmm. so you know we got a lot of stuff that we've been doing uh we don't always get to promote when we're doing shows and like sometimes it takes weeks for some shows to get out and stuff but uh the, uh, those are all the shows you guys can go check out right now you can always google the name of that show mm-hmm. um and as, in addition to just going to the blackouttips.com and uh finding all the information there you can leave comments on episodes comments on the polls voting the polls uh people are already leaving comments for this week i think we touched on a lot when we talked to chris about dating a lot of people hit me up man like oh this is you know that was a great interview talking to chris about dating i was like you know technically i just felt like i was talking to him yeah, like we just have a normal conversation with them. Yeah, because it's just like an open, open book for the most part. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but yeah, it was cool, and I, I appreciate everybody writing in, um, letting us know that they enjoyed it. Um, what else did I say? Oh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com, put in the code TBGWT, save 33% off of your order. So get you a pair of nice inner ear earbuds, work out at the gym. Uh, you can listen to them at your cube, in your cubicle. Uh, very discreet, you know. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> in addition to your 33% off, they also give you free shipping and they come with a lifetime guarantee. And they have all types of models and modes and colors and shapes and shit. So make sure you guys check out all the options. You know, I say if you're going to get 33% off, go big or go home. I know it's so. <clears throat> and we get a little cut of that. So any sale that you make is helping out. Any sale that they make is helping out the show as long as you put in the code TBGWT. Thank you to everybody that is taking the time out to get their headphones. We're constantly getting mm-hmm. twit pics of them. People are put, posting them on uh, different social media and letting us know, hey, I got my headphones. And I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying them, and I'm glad to, that a quality product is uh, something we, you know, we're supporting them and yes. they're supporting us. Um, let's also, uh, we have another sponsor too, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a little bit sexier, okay? Oh, sexy, sexy. Mm-hmm. So, let me. Everybody get up. <laughs> Today, we are sponsored by Infidelity. That's right. Uh-huh. Trying to get your hand down the crack of another woman's ass, fellas. Ladies, oh, you trying to get felt up by a married man in the club? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item. And men, if you get caught, you can get 50% off of everything. Uh-huh. So she's taking half. Yes, she is. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, in addition to all of your estate, your children, visitations, and uh, your income, mm-hmm. 
you also get three free adult dvds for a little inspiration plus a free extra gift that's so central you won't be able to stop finger banging random models in europe on camera you won't be able to stop oh my and to top it all off they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order like when she freely ships your shit to the curb and like come Ah. pick it up and they're not joking and neither is she so check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer get 50% off of one item when you put in the code tbgwt for the offer code upon checkout and when you do you get three free dvds a free extra gift and free shipping just use the offer code tbgwt at adamandeve.com so let's talk about some news here mm-hmm. um everybody knows that it was a big deal michael Sam was poised to become the first gay male athlete in one of the four major sports mm-hmm. <coughs> well it looks like the nba beat him to the punch yes they did they realized hey there's a competition mm-hmm. and we can't let the nfl beat us Mm-mm. That is like David Stern is still there because you know he he all about uh when it's lull and 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 downtime for the NBA because you know the um they just had the All Star game so everybody's just kind of you know cranking back up and things like that and he's real big on putting things out there just to keep people talking. Yeah, well, um, they got Jason Collins. Who came out earlier the last year, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Collins, you know, wanted to be the first openly gay male athlete to be in the NBA. Now the problem is he sucks. Now he is like seven foot four or some shit. He's crazy tall. He's seven yeah. feet tall, but he's pretty terrible. So, and he was old. Okay. So, okay, he wasn't, okay, he's not as young. Right. So the odds of him actually making it onto a team was very low true but around this time of the year is that time where you have injuries you have guys getting cut you have trades and people are looking for it to pick up a seven foot tall person of course maybe you have a team full of dilapidated has-beens like the brooklyn nets and you say how can we get somebody on our team we don't give a damn if he's gay or not we just need seven feet of man Mm -hmm. take uh, up space on the floor mm -hmm, to stand in the way and that's exactly what happened. They got seven feet of Jason Collins, uh, on the roster. Uh, ESPN made a big deal out of it, but it was like as big a deal as you can make. Cause he's not that good, you know? So, True. but, uh, they did the press conference and all that stuff. And that was cool, man. I thought that was a big moment for, uh, sports. Uh, it'll be one of those little blurbs that we don't really remember Mm-mm. years and years from now. Um, uh, cause I feel like the new envelope is going to be the first good gay male athlete. Yep. And right now, him and Michael Sam are looking like, um, <clears throat> they're gonna, like, Michael Sam's looking like a middling NFL player, uh, according to his combat stats today. Uh, he was kind of slow. And, um, you know, and, and, but he'll still get drafted and all that stuff, but he's not looking like a can't miss guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jason Collins, obviously, is a role player. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of answers a lot of the myths and questions and stops it all. You know, I'm sure he took a shower last night. Nobody this morning was complaining about getting their dick forcibly sucked. I, I hope not. You know, nobody got tried and Noah dropped the soap and said uh, he just took it. Ah! Apparently gay people have self-control and are able to not be attracted to every single penis within a certain radius. What? I know. It's amazing. 
it's amazing so uh every person can in the, on the next roster can say i've now showered with the openly gay dude except kg who didn't play last night and probably didn't have to take a shower um but uh anyway man so that was cool man um and uh espn decided that on top of covering this momentous occasion to air a special on the n-word yep yep they had common and will bond and jamel hill and some white people and it was outside the lines presents the n-word special um and they basically uh argued out the merits of the n-word in general um which is funny to me because it wasn't really a sports specific topic i feel like they could have said that about any topic because the people that were against it nobody really had the stance that you and i have which is you're at work so you can't say it that's the most common sense thing to say that would get the average person to just shut up yeah it's like all these other arguments are irrelevant all the other arguments are pointless other all the other arguments make no sense at all to me i don't care what you say no human resources department will allow you to do this at any job yeah wilbon i thought had the best take on it but he says the word so obviously i agree with him because i say nigga all the time uh i just think you shouldn't be saying that shit at work um that's right shouldn't be saying that shit probably in your locker room because that's part of your job that's right and uh, out, out, out in the open and, and, and like you like you had a concert because because you still represent your company right you're not you're not a radio host you're not a comedian mm. you're you're an actual uh athlete for these uh publicly traded companies basically so you know you gotta deal with it yes you do and it's one of those things where even if you're not an athlete people do business trips and go out all the time representing their company and as far as the company's concerned you're still on the clock right and um you know i watched it man it was just one of those like really is this what we're yeah, I, I did, I, doing on a sunday uh night like are y'all gonna also cover uh you know the word redskin next week i wish they need to talk about that one then like that's the thing whenever they cover some racism shit you ever notice like it's almost always some shit black people are doing mm-hmm. like we don't have these specials on what white people do that's fucked up Mm-mm. like we're just never gonna have that let's go and bring on a bunch of white people to explain this thing like why do you need to say nigger like honestly the special the undercurrent of the special to me was basically like so why can't you we white people say nigger since y'all are saying it and since we can't say it since it's taboo y'all have to stop no and who are you to dictate and control what uh, other people are saying you have the right to say it. you can say it. you have the right to say whatever you want to say but you have to deal with the repercussions and actions upon saying it because everybody's not going to be acceptable of you saying it because of the history of the context of the word keep in mind this is over a rule for a problem i don't think any casual fan would have said we have Mm-mm. nobody was sitting around like yo i can't watch an nfl game they say nigga constantly it's all i hear on my tv and it's got to stop nobody like we will never see this 15 yard flag thrown Mm -mm. but somehow um you know this became the prevailing topic in a week where you would think 
the espn would be running a special on violence against women come on now darren sharper turning out to be uh the fucking dude from kiss the girls novel and um and ray rice giving a star punch uppercut to his fucking fiance that was on video you would think that would be a lot more relevant and a discussion that needs to be had in how uh professional sports treat athletes who beat women and uh get accused of rape um and sometimes even convicted of rape like the way that we treat that is so light yeah, because I think the reality of it, a lot of people treat this like a lot of people treat it. We talk about the dynasty. They don't want reality in their sports. They don't want to have to think about reality. They don't want to, like, people watch TV to escape. People watch football, basketball, hockey, whatever your favorite sport is. People watch it mm-hmm. to escape from whatever the reality is is happening in their lives. And before Richie Incognito ever got accused of anything with the N-word, he was acting a fool, harass, sexually harassing a, a worker at a golf tournament, like using a club like it was his dick and rubbing it on her and pouring water on her and shit. Like the way these dudes treat women seems like a very relevant topic, but we're never going to discuss that because that's the hypocrisy of the league and of everybody involved. Like everyone's complicit. Yeah, and, 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 and even the fans <coughs> because there, there are, are – are uh, women watch the sports and women enjoy these sports. And it's just one of those things where, uh, women are a part of the demographic too. But for some reason, uh, because no women are actually allowed to physically p- play the game, like out on the field, we can just disregard that whole genre, even though, especially in football, now we make jerseys that are cut for women. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 make things in pinks and all this shit and pocketbooks right. and and all this stuff and watches and blinky and pretty stuff so the women will spend their money because you know women will spend money on football just like men spend money on football but it's like we can disrespect you and we can make stupid ass rules like hey uh you know how it was taking you a whole five minutes now is going to take you no minutes because ban your pocketbook that you bought and spent $50 on without shit in it because it don't affect men. Yeah, I was actually watching this shit like, do white people even watch stuff like this? Probably not. Like, because if I was white and the N-word special was on, I'd just be like, I I don't care. Like, Mm-mm. I'm black I, and I I'm not care. supposed to say it. And I know this. Um, It's not going away anytime soon. Mm-mm. Um, because the undercurrent to all this shit is still like no matter how much debate we have it's not going away i know me as a nigga that says nigga i'm not staying saying i'm not gonna stop no me either you know um and people can do all the moralizing they want to do over that shit uh you can be like oh oscar grant died for this and i'll be like that's bullshit uh and the fact that you believe all of this um you know respectability politics shit is sad to me like motherfuckers are getting killed and they could call them any word in the world and they racism is racism i know it's yes you can't be boiled down to a word and if you get rid of it it won't stop shit no it you won't. still ain't gonna be able to find a job if you had the same exact resume as a person with a name that's a little less ethnic than yours you're still gonna have stop and frisk mm-hmm. you're still you know what i mean like yeah you, you 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 still gonna apply for a house loan and have better credit and still somebody else with worse credit will end up getting a loan that you got denied on yeah um and they just believe in something that i don't which is this idea that it has this emotional toll on everybody that uh i just don't agree with 
and there's just nothing they can do to change their mind about that but it's just so funny that we're having this conversation as opposed to a conversation about um women about michael sam uh about you know like things that are actually kind of relevant you like i'm sure the nfl loves the fact that we're not talking about anything but this which is basically a non-issue for this league yes and also i think too it's just one of those things where when you start talking about this people start questioning people start you know talking about the nfl in, in the light that it doesn't want. They mm-hmm. don't care about you talking about the N-word because at the end of the day, it's not going to matter. But what they do care about is that you're talking about their their athletes and their products uppercutting women, their athletes and their products raping women. Right. You know, it's amazing how people can be accused and, and even convicted of crimes. And Like, why can't... Why, I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. But why can't they run the Redskins special prime time next sunday oh that'll never happen like why can't they because the nfl is actually actively making money off of that like i said mm-hmm. so if black players just switch from saying nigga to saying redskins that'll everybody will be fine with that no you know what i'm saying but that's the that's the point is like somehow the word redskin is not racial or racist at all but we need to police nigger, you know? And I'm like, cool. Let's not say nigger, but let's take it a step further. Let's get rid of redskin. Let's also get rid of motherfucker. Let's also get rid of bitch. Uh, let's also get rid of faggot. Like, don't just single this one word out. Like, there's a lot of inappropriate shit that's happening when dudes are trying to kill each other on the field. Let's get rid of all of it. Like, don't just single out black culture as a way to, to, to make up for this because to be quite honest, it's not like these white people are getting confused. Riley Cooper wasn't confused at how he used the N-word. No. And neither was Incognito. Um, those are the two major N-word scandals we've had in sports this year um, or last year. So don't tell me this is a black issue with black players somehow uh, messing up the league with the N-word. Like, no, nah, let's, let's call a spade a spade. No pun. And uh, go ahead and um, get all the language out. Like, you know, you guys are professionals. Be professional at work, period. Yeah, because like I said, they they want to dumb it down because they're athletes, and I don't accept that. I, I do not accept that. I do not um, applaud that. I don't think it's okay because it's not accepted anywhere else. Yeah, and 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 I have, and that's what I was saying before. I have an issue with people wanting to defend this when you can't say it at your own job. Why would you expect the the standards to be lowered here? And back to when we was talking about the uh, women. Yeah, no, no, they, they don't want to talk about the, the the real issues because when you like I said, when you talk about the real issues, you bring the reality of, hey, we got to care about mm-hmm. the players. They are people. They fuck up. You know, you might start thinking twice about cheering for people. You might start thinking twice about teams, you know, and shit like that. And it's one of those things where they don't want to fuck their money up. But the reality is, is that the shit that you really need to be talking about, you don't want to talk about. And then the shit that don't matter is what you constantly run. Yeah, I welcome discussion. I do too. I would like it on more than just this topic. Because it seems like everybody's comfortable having this, you know, CNN Everyone's comfortable doing this show, right? But no one's comfortable doing a show on any, on these other issues that are more prevalent throughout the sport that actually affect more people. Yeah. Yeah. And also too, it's just one of those things where 
football since it's like the make the biggest and largest sport in uh the United States. They got a chuckle on the media, even though people don't want to admit that. You right. start putting this just this stuff out, you start talking about the hypocrisies and things like that. They'll be like, Hey, you know what? You're not airing our shit next year. Right. You won't have a Super Bowl next year. You won't have the NFC AFC playoffs next year. Like that's the shit they do. But Yeah, the NFL shut down um there was a TV show they used to do. Mm-hmm. Forget what it was called. It was I about like you a fake. It. Yeah, it was like a fake NFL league, and they shut it down because playmakers, it was, playmakers. Yeah, it was covering too many scandals, and it was mirroring too much shit to happen in real life. So I had to stop. Like that's that's leverage. You know, like you were saying. Yeah, and I and I don't think it's fair, and I don't <laughs> think it's right, but because the simple fact that that's the reality of your product. Mm-hmm. go ahead no problem that's the reality of your product and it's just one of those things where the nfl has 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 the best pr ever as far as they know and understand how to make something look spectacular even when it's not they know and they understand how when shit happens how to make you look in another direction so you can ignore the ignorances before your eyes they know how to engulf in and and get the people to root for shit even though in reality it wouldn't make sense anywhere else to root for the shit all based off of people's love for sports and it starts at a very very young age five and six year olds with the pop warner it starts from there with the coaches and it goes to middle school and it goes to high school and it goes to college yeah it's i mean it's 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 its own machine you have people making money off of aaa was aaa uh athletes and things like oh, that oh you mean um Oh, A-A-U, I know what you're talking about. AAU. AAU yeah. athletes and things like that. So this is like built into our culture. And when you have something that's this deeply built into our culture, this is, put like this, if they will excuse teenage boys from raping girls. In high school. In high school, putting it on <laughs> film and shit like that, mm-hmm. they, 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 they don't care anything about a woman. And it's one of those things where it's so ingrained where people will cover shit up just on the basis of this is a fucking sport. Yep, it's fucking crazy. But, yeah, man, N-Word Special was on last night, and I just kind of laughed through it because at the end of the day, all the posturing and stuff and all the, the people talking, nothing's going to change. So it's just people getting on TV for an hour and wasting time. They could they could have covered anything else. Yeah, rambling discussion and you know maybe the same thing will happen with other topics, but we'll never get those shows. Mm-mm. Those shows will never get that prime time slot. Yeah, and I don't know if you got the story or not, but they said that people are actually protesting. Uh, dude, uh, just get ready to get drafted. They said they have people protesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got some stories okay. on that. Um, so um. I got retweeted by the porn star Sarah J, friend of the show. Yes. Because I said that um, the McDonald's commercials with the Olympic athletes are kind of weird because nobody that eats McDonald's on a consistent basis is physically excellent at anything. Come on. And uh, let me tell you something. A lot of people got very upset with me. A lot of people do not appreciate what I had to say. I was called a lot of names. People uh, appear is, to have feelings hurt. Is Ronald McDonald's paying them? Do, do people not realize, and, 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 and this is coming from somebody who, I don't eat McDonald's like I used to, but mm-hmm. I do eat it every now and then. Do people not realize 
everything at McDonald's is bullshit. It's not even fucking real food. Right. It's, it's McDonald's terrible. is made of people. McDonald's is people. Okay. Yes, McDonald's is 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 glue and the underbelly of the dirt outside. That's what the right. fuck McDonald's is. And it's good, and they inject shit in it, and sweeten it, and and fry it, and we eat it, and we love it, and we enjoy it. It's not real food. If you are anybody that is a professional athlete, you will look at McDonald's, Hardee's, Wendy's, all that fast food shit, and go, I will not eat that fucking shit. I cannot do the luge. I cannot figure skate. I cannot run eating that bullshit. And it was just a joke. That's the point. Like and, somebody and hit me up. It was. Yeah, one dude hit me up. Uh, like a couple people said, "Well, Chad Johnson eats McDonald's every day," and I said, "Yeah, he's not in the NFL." So and he sucked his last like three or four years. So mm-hmm. that, my point stands. Leave me alone. Yeah. It's just a joke. That, that, it got to the point where I just respond back to people. Hey, it was just a joke. Calm down. Wow. They would get mad, man. They would like fucking. Did, did, uh, all of them are mentions. Did, did, did Ronald give them some money? Pay them in Happy Meals? I don't know, man. I got accused of all kinds of shit. Uh, Sarah J caught some flack. Uh, they were calling her names. I said, "What the fuck is this shit? That ain't never happened before." So, and and that and that and the and the sad part about you that goes that goes to show the ignorance. Do a lot of people think McDonald's is, uh, are they ignorant enough to think McDonald's is a well balanced meal? I don't think so. I think they were just mad that that. I think they were honestly were just mad that she retweeted me and I made that joke. Uh, like they didn't even really seem to have a defense for McDonald's. They were just okay. like, I'm going to tell your joke apart because Sarah J said it, uh, retweeted it. And I was like, what is this jealousy or something? Like this is stupid. You know what? Okay. Now that, yes, yes. I think that's what it was. She retweeted something by somebody that wasn't them. Cause you know, a lot of, a lot yeah. of them dudes thirst after her and follow her all the time, just hoping and praying that she looks their way and she, she thought your shit was funny and they got angry. I yeah. really think that that's the story behind that. I'm to ask some more McDonald's humor and see if I can get Sarah J to retweet it. But yeah, she says she gets that all the time because she's a you know, sex worker and people are, wow. you know, in her mentions all the time talking shit. And I was like, hey, more followers, more problems, I guess, you know. I guess so too. Um, speaking of more followers, more problems, Robin Thicke and Paula Patton have officially split, guys. Okay. I hope everybody's sitting down. It's pretty sad. They were married for eight years, which I think is pretty good for two drug addicts, you know? Yeah, because she... have shit in common. Because, man, when she be doing award shows, she look like she is out, like, literally out of her, of her mind. Like, she is high as a kite or drunk or something. You they both look, stay looking faded to me. Yeah, faded bad, too. So yeah, uh he and then pictures have been popping up with Robin Thick. Uh and like he's, you know, been grabbing windows butts and nuzzling women and shit and like, you know, it's been uh kind of, you know, one of those things where eh, you got to say um you are a married man, you know. I know you're famous, but it, you know, uh, same thing I said about um uh Dwayne Wade's uh Siobhan Wade when they were married, you know, these pictures are posting up. You're a celebrity. Pictures are posting up of you out at the club and shit and grabbing on women's ass and stuff. You can see in this picture, I oh, put it in, in the, the chat mirror. in the mirror. Yeah. He's all up in that ass. He's like, might as well, he probably popped a couple fingers in there. Yeah. 
someone asks is that buffy um but yeah he uh definitely uh popped a couple fingers up in that and um you know this this dude is married no i was like me personally i was like we don't know married people we don't know their situation so it's possible that um he could have uh you know they could be in an open relationship yeah and she's like just don't do that shit in public take them somewhere private yeah people just don't know and you know people assume and we're sitting around like oh it must be this it must be that and you find out oh well maybe they were swingers or something but um when that split comes it's like mm, she was swinging swinging half of that shit yes she was but uh yeah she'll be fine uh she's light-skinned she'll be ignoring text in no time and uh ah! not returning phone calls and stuff like that so she'll be fine um the real thing is that this is black women's fault somehow so oh lord how did, mm. how did this become black women's fault i don't know because i don't follow ignorant people on twitter but i don't either apparently this became some type of gender war between black people that i have no fucking idea how it got to that and what's wrong with people's lives but oh is is this when i came home and they were talking about men and women and this time we got into the conversation over this i don't know i i oh. literally do not fucking know anything that was said i only know third hand people being like wow it's crazy this became about black men versus black women i was like who how who what <laughs> like a, i don't see it i must just not yeah. follow that version of twitter like i said i don't think i this is why i don't get listed in any of these gossip articles and shit where it's like these people said funny things on twitter it's like yeah i got retweeted 237 times and then boss was like oh he's not black enough and skip right over me uh, yeah 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 you yeah you you have a tendency to you you're funny and people like you but you don't put like this you don't go deep enough into the cave of black twitter mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, you go too far down in there. Yeah, I'm like gray Twitter or something like that, shadowy Twitter. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know what I am. I, I you know, I get, I, I guess I'm the other end of the spectrum because, like, it's one of those things where, uh, you follow people and then I was like, hey, all you tweet about is ignorant shit. Unfollow. Yeah, I'm not really, uh, you know, I'm not really into the. I don't mind know, jokes and being funny, but some people just flat ignorant. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like really, really ignorant. For those <coughs> of you that are on Twitter, that do stuff like if you like pasta, you a hoe. Right. You be like, what, what, what the fuck? Right, like I unfollow everyone who does that. Or like if you can, um, you know, anybody that can do stuff like um, turn any subject into like how women or men ain't shit, then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not interested. Like. Yeah. You just have like a deeply seated personal issue that stems from the way you were raised and the relationships you saw as a child to now and uh your stunning inability to grow past that yep. is reflected in the things that you talk about and me personally I don't deal with that type of immaturity like I like mm-hmm. another level of immaturity where we can make jokes about other shit I I don't need to turn everything into fifth grade boys versus girls girls have cooties all this shit <laughs> They got titties and ass. Yeah, it's like every dude that put gum in a girl's hair and pulled a ponytail has a Twitter account now, and I don't need to follow it. Yes, because it's very low-level comedy. It's very slapstick comedy. It's not thought-out comedy if it's trying to be comedy, and a lot of that shit is heart... It's mean-spirited, and and they mean that shit. Like, they say it, and they literally mean it, and you like, "I, I, I I can't deal with this. You have no maturity. Speaking of no maturity... Um, Alec Baldwin is taking this ball and going home. Uh oh. He said he's done with public life. He's considering being done with it. 
and i think on the low he had a rough 2013 people just didn't talk about it that much mm-hmm. but uh you know he said some homophobic shit got caught out there um he uh lost his tv show his news show mm-hmm. um of course 30 rock ended um and uh i can't remember what else he did i might i don't know if he got caught saying the n-word or something but he got he uh i know he called somebody a british reporter a cocksucking faggot <coughs> um just like a bunch of shit then he did a weird video where he like went to his, his gay barber and had him like you know the gay barber kind of be like oh he's not homophobic you know and all this shit and he did a weird video where he was yeah. like kissing a dude or something i can't a rough remember time yeah but he's uh thinking of just uh moving away because uh the media and stuff uh apparently he's blaming them for his actions which is always funny it was like it's the media it's like and you're probably a douche though no yeah they're reporting what you're doing dog the same media that you know right-wing people bring pat robertson for you know gotcha questions and shit like come on man you you get caught saying some dumb shit you get caught saying some dumb shit Mm -hmm. uh he took a few shots on the way out um he offered a few pardon shots at those he sparred with in the past as well as some who probably didn't even know they had it coming yeah while revisiting his talk show brief his talk show's brief run at msnbc he gets in digs at former colleagues like joe scarborough whose show is boring as he is neither eloquent nor funny lawrence o'donnell he's too smart to be doing that show rachel maddow a phony who doesn't have the same passion for truth off camera that she seems to have on the air wow he even spares a few paragraphs for his former Broadway co- co-star Shia LaBeouf recalling in detail their contentious work relationship. LaBeouf seems to carry with him, to put it mildly, a jailhouse mentality wherever he goes. Uh, so he said he y'all, oh. he, he'd offered to quit the show before LaBeouf was fired. Oh, so he was like, fucking, I'm burning the house down on my way out. <laughs> yep. He's like, I ain't never coming back to this bitch. Taking my ball. I'm going home. Hey. Uh, a lobbyist. I swear we need music for the segment. I got to think of some. Yeah, uh, we, we got to kiss the music. But more gay news because people are being ignorant to gay people. A Washington lobbyist is has drafted a bill to, gain, to ban gay people from the NBA, from the NFL. You know what? And I think a lot of this came uh, once uh, Jason collins collins mm-hmm. got drafted not drafted he I, just mean, got, I mean not not drafted know, but but once he started playing mm-hmm. people got nervous because a lot of people thought they in their lifetime they would never see this mm-hmm. so i think that's what when that happened they was like oh shit somebody gonna draft him mm-hmm. like i really think a lot of people started panicking like they was like nobody's gonna draft him you know they're just gonna let him slide on and slide out I think a lot of people thought that, but once that happened, they was like, the NFL is going to make a statement too. They was like, we can't have this. And our manly man, 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 dick swinging, testosterone, butt filling, put my ball, put the ball between your legs, smack your ass, sport. Okay. But he, he doesn't even play. You know what I mean? <clears throat> You're a Washington lobbyist. You're not an uh, athlete. No, but don't that- have shit to do with you. They don't give a damn. Like I said, it's one of those things where people don't, when you start bringing reality <laughs> into their sports, people take that shit to heart. Mm. 
because people use sports as an escape from reality well um washington lobbyist jack berkman on monday say he is preparing legislation that would ban gay athletes from joining the national football league and if they're gonna look at that and laugh yeah i mean what what can you say I think here's a news article on it. Washington lobbyist Jack Berkman is drafting legislation to ban gay athletes from the NFL. Berkman released a statement saying, We are losing our decency as a nation. Imagine your son being forced to shower with a gay man. He said he came up with the idea after college football star Michael Sam came out as a gay man a few weeks ago. Berkman said he has political support for the bill, although he hasn't mentioned any specific <coughs> lawmakers who have backed it. Wow, that is the uh, shortest news segment I've ever had on the show. Yeah, short, sweet, and straight to the point. And the yeah. thing is, it's several things here. Number one, the NFL is its own entity. You, as a lawmaker, cannot tell the NFL in this standpoint what to do. You can't yeah. be like, hey, y'all make a law. We got a law. The NFL going to say, fuck you. We don't have to abide by your law that you made about our sports this makes no sense yeah it's funny because you don't need to police the nfl into uh not uh letting gay people in Mm -mm. or or letting gay people in or letting black people in decisions it's a free market Mm -hmm. um and but you know what this stems from honestly it's the whole kansas arizona um that whole thing where all of a sudden now we're seeing uh really willful and wanton discrimination against homosexual people period like Mm -hmm. they're not they're not hiding behind any guys there's no No. you know like at this point i really question the moral compass of anyone who can support republicans because if i was republican i would say i'm not voting for y'all until you get these moral legislations off of the fucking ballot like I want to keep my money, and we can agree on that shit. Yeah. I want to have low taxes. We can agree on that. that. I might even be one of those fucked up people that's like, I don't want anybody to get unemployment or whatever. What I don't want is to come into someone's bedroom and tell them who they can and cannot fuck or what kind of job they can get if they're gay. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think uh, me and you have talked about this before. The thing about the uh, about. How can I say this? The thing about a lot of the messages that mm-hmm. comes out from the Republican platform draws these crazies. They do from the, on the Democratic side, too. Don't get me wrong, because it's just as bad on the opposite side. But when we talk about Democratics, you draw these people out, and these people have the loudest voices, mm-hmm. and they're fucked up voices. And they not only affect you, they affect everything else around you. Right. And it's just one of those things where... I think that they have a tendency not to understand that people agree with some of the things that they do, but they don't want this part of the bullshit. Yeah. And you allow these people to come in and basically run the party and then wonder why you have no control over the party and then wonder why people don't vote for you because a lot of people say, like, I, I, I would vote for you, but I don't, I want to have the right to abortions. I would vote for you. But I want to have the right to birth control. I would vote for you, but I want to be able to have a gay marriage. I would right. vote for you. It's it's it's, it's like you, you're making the, the, the people that support you smaller and smaller. And a lot of the older people 
that have a lot of these standpoints that are gonna hope they're dying off and right. you're you're running away a younger generation that would vote for you because they was like well i have gay friends you know i have black friends and something else i want to say mm-hmm. is that this right here, the sad part about it, and I know a lot of black people don't look at it this way, and I understand that there is a difference. People are openly bashing gays just like people openly um, hung niggers. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to admit that because when you start talking about that, they go, it's not the same. I'm not saying it's equivalent, but the way it's comparable. being persecuted is <clears throat> the same. Well, it's comparable. Yes. And that's what people don't realize because everyone wants to argue about, well, is it equal? And that's really not the argument to be had. No, it's not. Is it wrong? If it's wrong, then we need to be uh, focused on getting it to stop and speaking out against it. We shouldn't be measuring our oppression dicks to no. be like, black people had it worse than y'all. Like, no, nah, let's just, this is wrong when someone can say, I will discriminate against your uh, right to be protected by the police in Kansas. Like, literally, one of the parts of the bill was if a police officer is not okay with gay marriage, they can choose not to come out to an emergency situation at your home. Uh, if it involves a domestic situation with a gay, with a couple that's in a gay marriage, mm-hmm. like, and, and that's someone's life y'all are talking y- about. Yes. And I have an issue and I have a problem when you turn around and you openly say, I hate you. I hate everything about you. You start passing laws. You start passing legislation. It's, 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 it's similar in comparison since we're comparing to having blacks only, whites only. Right. It's similar and it's a comparison to, to, to the injustice of it because there are gays and lesbian LGBTs that are getting hung, that are getting beat. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they're getting treated wrong. And it's one of those things where if, if, if you've ever been a part of an oppressed group, you should have compassion and empathy and sympathy for another group that's going through the same thing and right. and, 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 and and i and, and and i'm not trying to say they're equal all i'm trying to say is that at the end of the day i i want people to be treated equally regardless of your race color of skin sexuality you should be able to have the same rights you should be able to have the right to marry you should be able to have the right to adopt children. You should be able to have the right to go and buy a cake and somebody not look you in your eye and say, well, I want to crush your, your moment because I don't believe in that. Who gives a fuck about your beliefs when it comes to me purchasing a goddamn cake? <coughs> and it's just one of those things where I, I, I don't like the injustice when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, especially with black people get offended and they get upset because they, they 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 feel like well our misery is worse than their misery but it's not a misery thing it's injustice and when you look at it from an injustice perspective it is similar yeah a hundred percent agree and even more importantly uh bigger than black people everybody religious people you know what i mean like this isn't even just a black issue <clears throat> like the people that are the people that are working in washington as lobbyists there's not a bunch of black people sitting around trying to stop this from happening we'll get blamed with it we'll get called the most homophobic community but the people in position to make sure that a bill gets passed in arizona those aren't black people no no those are homophobic people that don't care about race they just hate gay people yep 
Yep, yep, and you know? and, and and it's just one of those things where when it talk when you talk about people that are homophobic, it is in every race. I don't think right. people understand, and it's literally all over the world. Like there are there there are places that people are protesting where they want to throw people in jail for for actually being gay, and if you're in relationships, give you like fifteen years <coughs> in jail and shit like that. So it's just it's it's just one of those things where uh people LGBT people here might not have it as bad as they do in other countries, but it's still not where it should be. Yeah. Um, Berkman in a statement said he has gathered, garnered political support for the bill. He can't name anybody that supports it because who wants to be part of this, right? If you do, you, you, you look at him like you said, my name, I ain't gonna vote for it. He said, we are losing our decency as a nation. Imagine your son being forced to shower with a gay man. That's a horrifying prospect for every mom in the country. What in the world has this nation come to? This sounds very creepily like Nigeria, mm-hmm. Uganda, where they're like, the gay, if you have to shower with a gay person, you'll get some gay on you. What if the water splash on you? Now you gay. Now your kids walk around gay. Uh, <clears throat> and and the, the thing about that is that most people, whether you know it or not, are around gay people every day of your life mm-hmm. all they might even be in the same household as you listening to this right now they are here and they're not going anywhere right. if 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 people that were gay actually started coming out of the closet per se as they say and started saying hey i'm gay i'm here i'm not going nowhere people would be amazed at the percentage of the country that are lgbt yeah. And then they wouldn't have these false numbers like only 1% or 2% of the population. You're going, yeah, right. <clears throat> you know, you're going, it's a lot larger than you think. When somebody has to hide who they are because of the persecution, it's injustice behind that. When somebody can't be who they want to be and live who how they want to live and love who they want to love, it's injustice behind that. And if you don't see a problem with that, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Meanwhile, I look on Maury and all the straight people out here fighting over custody of these kids. I mean, apparently that's fine. Uh, like, can we get a no baby mamas and baby daddies in the professional sports or would that take too many good people off the field? Uh, Mike, yes. like this is the only type of, what I'm saying is this is the only type of morality they want to police. There's no, no adultery lobby. You know what I mean? There's no no violence against women lobby. You know, it's always some shit like this where it's like, and this uh, will preserve my racism, the, 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 and my homophobia. Yeah, the, there's there's no laws pushing for for heart for harsher crimes against husbands that beat their wives. There's no laws against uh, doing proper and better rape kits. There's no laws against you know things like this. I don't see people protesting against this. You know, no nobody's you know pushing against. Yeah, uh, where's the lobby for uh, people not being faithful to their wife? Like, where was the ban kobe bryant from basketball that like nobody was doing that Mm-mm. you know what i mean because there's certain sins quote unquote that are respected and seen as okay and gay is not one of those for a lot of people um yeah you can do what you want to do just don't be gay do all the drugs you want right. drink all you want party all you want fuck every hoe in the house but what yeah. you better not do is be gay right um Another person, J.R. Gamble, wrote a uh, article called um, 
michael sam and the attack on heterosexuality in pro sports the gay nfl player is finally a reality but at whose expense <clears throat> michael sam had the press conference of the century on saturday at least that's what me- most media pundits and social activists sold it as sam already had his bombshell moment by becoming the first future nfl public uh nfl pick to publicly announce he was gay but the media horde in attendance expressed that the people want more they stood on chair did the elbow shuffle to position themselves to hear this overnight symbol of gay strength speak the media isn't satisfied with him coming out of the closet and humanizing the conversation about gays in the locker room because of sam's openness no longer is the football field assumed to be a gay free environment and that's a huge deal it will take some time for most traditionalists to grasp that concept Sam seems to wish the hoopla about him being gay would fade to the background and his prowess as a pass rushing maniac will prevail as a compelling debate, but that the can of worms has been open and they are squirming like crazy, rocking a rainbow collared, stand with Sam Penn. Sam, who fielded the a barrage of questions about his sexuality, initiated his press conference on Lucas at Lucas Oil Stadium by saying Good afternoon, my name is Michael Sam, and I play football for the University of Missouri. As you know, Missouri is the show-me state, and I think I've shown you guys enough in the past couple of weeks, but I'm learning about the media, and you guys still want more, so ask your questions, and I'll answer them the best I can. Honestly, Sam, Sam's a couple of all-pro seasons away from being anything other than the first openly gay football player. He knows it. And despite the overwhelming support he's received from the media fans and NFL, Sam can't possibly think that he can slip a dime like that and then ease into the background as just another dude on the gridiron grind. So expect Sam will be promoted and used by the NFL to finally reach into the gay market and get some of that money flow, even though he says right now, I have no endorsements. Uh, So you're trying to say you got a team called San Francisco 49ers. Um, There's no gay people at your games, no gay people buy your stuff, you know, like uh I, I actually all across the all the I, I just want to know what what is reaching to the gay market exactly what does that look like i have because like that's the thing that a lot of these people are saying and i'm like um you do like i would love to hear your idea of what these campaigns should look like yes because i feel like i'm gonna find a lot of homophobia of course in people's idea of how it's gonna look mm-hmm that yeah, you you're gonna be shocked and amazed. It's probably gonna be very dis. It's, it's probably gonna be similar to blackface and shit like that. You go dog. They're gonna be looking at that like um, that's 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 not right. And I just wanna know what your idea is. <clears throat> you know, is your idea that they're gonna be wearing rainbow jerseys? Cause I don't think that's gonna happen. Mm-mm. You know, like what is the idea that's gonna happen? That there'll be rainbow colored Gatorade. Like, ah, what is the I gay thing? That. What is the gay thing that's supposed to happen for Sam? Uh, if he's not good at, at sports, you know, that's true. If he's just a middle of the road NFL player, uh, I think there's going to be a lot more Manti Teo than, than anything else. Yeah. And also <coughs> it's just one of those things where once you come out and you say that you're gay, all of a sudden everything about you becomes second. You know, he's a football player. He's like, I want to play football. And they're like, but you're gay. He's like, yeah. But I just want to play football. It's one of those things where that overshadows everything. Now, this guy goes on to say that the media shaming people into having to act like being gay is something everyone proudly embraces has reversed discriminatory effects on heterosexual players. 
if you don't clap for jason collins on sunday night as he made his debut with the nets as first openly gay nba player then something's obviously wrong with you morally right but no one is beefing about the 10-day contract with the nets which seems more of a symbolic gesture than necessarily a personnel move a way for brooklyn to steal the headlines and give credit for being the first at something how the tides have turned now it's weird to me that he would say that because like um i feel like you could write this article about race like how you were saying earlier it was like like if you just switched in when like they're shaming racist players into having to into having to accept a black man in the locker room well they so if you didn't openly cheer for jackie robinson when he took the field something's wrong with you mm-hmm. it's like yeah something is wrong with you and i don't really care what your religion is you know the same reason that uh motherfuckers clap uh when they see um you know michael jordan knowing that he's you know a womanizer and all this shit yeah i expect you to do the same fucking thing because because one of those is something that is um not like in my opinion not a choice it's just the way he is he's gay you know it'd be like to me it'd be like not cheering because a person's from the ukraine or a person is um uh you know they're they're uh black or a person you know what i mean like a person is asian i'm not gonna cheer for them that's how i look at it so it's just weird to me that, that people are you know but this is the reason that i said it was a big deal this is the reason i said you weren't gonna get a lot of uh true support um and you know some dude got mad at me on twitter about that shit and dude writes for denver some kind of denver denver broncos like website or something and i was like you're a bigot and he got mad at me and shit i was like fuck you i'm i'm not playing these games with with people yeah we like i'm going back and forth for having a debate yeah people hit me with the i don't like when you play the race card or i don't like this or whatever um it's not playing a race card if you're a fucking racist it's not playing uh the gay card if you're a homophobic bigot uh i don't have time i'm not gonna be on this earth forever and I'm not trying to spend all my time arguing with bigots and racists and shit like that. Mm-mm. So if, if all you want to tell me is how this isn't a big deal when people are writing shit like this, then I got to say fuck you. And my thing is this. <clears throat> you can't tell me it ain't a big deal if they're passing laws. You can't tell me it ain't a big deal if people are dying. Right. You can't tell me it ain't a big deal if we, out of the four major sports, nobody has ever came out while playing the game to say they're openly gay you can't tell me it's not a big deal because it is right and you know and and the thing is like because i see someone in the chat they said the gay men look at um football the same way straight men look at olympian volleyball i doubt it but i'm saying even if they did so ain't that the truth somebody and? somebody checked you out so the fuck does that got to do people with checking you out all the time yeah even if they did it would be fine people just need to get over themselves yeah, um, and, and I think also my personal opinion, I think that, uh, for a lot of people, when it comes down to it, more women can be like this, but I think it's more towards men. It, it, a lot of men have a fear of their personal sexuality. That's a lot of it boils down to that. If a gay dude look at me, I'm a be gay. No, no, you're not. If, if he looks at me and I'm turned on, baby, you ain't that hot anyway. Women ain't even looking at your ass. And it's just one of those things where I don't know why people it, think saying, that they're the best thing no, ever. No, 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 no. I'm saying even if he was, it doesn't fucking matter. It don't. 
so like i because i actually don't like when people say well nobody's gonna be checking you out maybe he is these are the top specimens of physical ability in the, the world maybe he did look at your dick and it happens come on anthony walked by a group he checked their ass out the other day nobody's like fucking well, we need to ban these women from the games obviously like come on man nobody was like she need to cover her titties up that was not yeah. happening jesus christ man i expect everybody to act professional the like end. an adult <coughs> in a working environment he goes on to say collins is actually playing in the nba today because he is gay and this is where i say the bigotry is what i'm talking about because this is kind of like the new racism the new bigotry where mm-hmm. people say shit like this and they don't want to be called or labeled a bigot but it's so fucking obvious this is the new bigotry this is the line now yeah yes. where they just make up shit like the world the rest of history in the world just does not exist in this moment the fact that we have never had an openly gay athlete in any of the four major sports ever suddenly goes out of the way because one dude got a 10-day contract for the nets now all of a sudden it's a great pr move now all of a sudden it's not happening because you know seven footers get jobs like fucking hotcakes after the all-star break no it can't be that it can't be because kg's hurt no it's got to be because he's gay yeah and and that and that goes back down to have we said before (laughs) and and it is similar you got that job because you're black yeah you know uh, you got that job because of affirmative action not because of your hard work not because you sacrificed not because you worked above and beyond not because you met all the qualifications whatever the qualifications were you did because you're black and a lot of that comes from a place where is it i think a lot of it comes from a place where why wasn't i offered the opportunity and a lot of it also comes from 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 this place which you say from from bigotry where you know if he was a straight dude they wouldn't have hired him yeah they still would have hired him for this job right when he got this job last year there was no problem it wasn't because he was gay right every other year that he was able to be seven feet tall and sorry and on somebody's roster it had nothing to do with his sexuality but this time well it's obvious because he's gay and he's obviously taking away jobs from straight men the same way that black people take away jobs from the obviously deserving white people with affirmative action, right? Even though studies have shown you have to be higher qualified as a black person to even get a fucking interview. But hey, that, that shit don't matter, guys, because this gay dude got a job. And this is the new bigotry, man. <clears throat> the conversations about the need for new NFL policy, stress and tolerance and sensitivity have dominated the airways. When players are interviewed about Sam, honesty is never what the person asking the question is seeking. They're hoping that a player slips up and expresses his true opinion. Another sign of bigotry guys. Whenever they, whenever people hit you with that, Oh no, what they truly think is something bad because I think something bad by the default and everybody knows everyone is homophobic. No. it's not me right mm-hmm. it's, it's not me everyone is and the rest of y'all are too scared to say it creating three more weeks of copy about the homophobic player and why the locker room needs to be rid of such cretins every media show needs a richie incognito type of villain no one victimized sam yet so there's no particular bad guy other than potential intolerance and eventually that guy's going to need a face well that's also not true mm-hmm. um patrick creighton said something 
that was uh the dude in new orleans who said something like mm-hmm. people are saying shit yes they are you know but a sales mo- movement gains momentum and changes in motive. So does the dynamics of team player interviews and character analysis. In the past, certain teams have been scolded for trying to prime the player's sexuality, either directly or indirectly. It can't be proven, but it will. Uh, it was always assumed that any uncertainty involving uh, concerning the player's sexuality will be a death blow to his draft status, regardless of how effective the player is. Um, instead of solving the problem, the script has simply been flipped. Moving forward, certain questions will be asked during player interviews as showcases such as combines. And instead of are you gay being an intrusive, inappropriate question to ask a prospective draftee, now are you uncomfortable with gays in the locker room will be the question that draft prospects better answer with a resounding no or risk being labeled as prejudice or homophobic. And it should be. <clears throat> right. Right. It should be. Right. Like, this is like, where's your tolerance for my intolerance? This is the attack on Christmas people. You know, there's a war on Christmas. I'm tired of y'all saying happy holidays, which is inclusive of everything. Only say Christmas. Cause that's what I like. <laughs> Ain't nobody fight you <clears throat> on that. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm not reading all of it. Cause it's very long and very bigoted, but, um, you know, this is amazing that someone would even let someone write some bullshit like this. But Hey, you know, this is what, uh you know this is one of those things i think people look back at uh a year from now ago you know this is like when dude said nerlis and rocky said that um cam newton's foul was, smile was fake and he just go and he was gonna be a terrible quarterback he just go back and go that person was a fool you know of course. yes and see so. shit like that make me mad because when people say this stuff you always wonder where does this come from and it's one of those things when you talk to people about it you go this shit is racist and we live in a society where racists don't want to be called racist even though they're being racist they want to call you the racist because you call them racist and you bring up the fact that the shit that they're saying is fucked up mm-hmm. yeah. uh somebody uh, uh my man Natalie the chef in the chat says that um uh shadow league is an espn sponsored site so or has ties to espn yeah well what are you gonna do i mean this is how mainstream the, the opinion is it's not like that dude is talking from a place where he's not the uh majority silent you know the silent majority opinion in his in his mind right <clears throat> and people get in these bubbles when it comes yeah. to this thing and they just assume that everybody feels this way but then when they mess around and go outside that bubble and people go you're wrong they look like what do you mean i'm wrong everybody no you and your eight friends think this dog yeah he doesn't want to accept that people may genuinely have a change in culture and people may genuinely feel like this is no longer the big deal that it was you know this is how change happens you know it's not uh it's gradual but then all of a sudden there's a shift at some point it's like you know what let's stop uh let's stop beating these niggers up you know it's just that it's that quick mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the next thing you know you don't have to worry about this shit anymore so uh i think that um that's a huge deal um and i hope he gets a appropriate amount of flack for 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 that shit man because uh i get freedom of speech that's not freedom from uh people's ability to comment on what you said and i hopefully Yes. uh people you know don't fuck with this dude after this man because i think it's very disheartening that um someone would even fix their lips to write some or say some shit like that um a man complains to a city council after a prostitute turned him down oh shit 
a man is complaining to Harold Council after a prostitute refused to have sex with him. The unnamed man sent an angry email to the trading standards officers after he was turned down by an Eastern European woman at a brothel in the area. <clears throat> Which means uh, they sh- they can have sex there, right? Mm-hmm, that's illegal. Okay. I guess illegal brothel. I don't know. She got the right to say, I'm not going to fuck you. The source at the council said the gentleman seemed very aggrieved. He told us he believed he had been refused and was angry about the fact. He insisted that prostitutes should be able to behave, shouldn't be able to behave like that. The man said he had been, he had traveled from a neighboring borough in North London. So he was obviously a bit upset by his wasted trip. He filled in the form pretty seriously and gave us his contact details. Uh, somebody there, fuck you, sir. You, you, the one that you wanted was like, I don't want you. The complainant was not satisfied with the council's response, but the brothel has now been closed down. Well, that makes sense. I mean, if they were some picky whores, why would they be able to stay in business? Yeah, because you wouldn't have no customers. <clears throat> yeah, at some point you got to start. I mean, that's the thing. You're fucking these undesirables for the most part. That's mm-hmm. so you got point. Yeah, that's your job is, you know, it's like if you said, I'm not serving fat people at McDonald's. Like, well, then what the fuck y'all going to do? <laughs> yes. Now, who the fuck y'all expect to walk in the door? It's not all fashion models. No. Cause it, cause any, cause anybody with it, with any self-respect and dignity is gonna be like, why are we going, why the fuck are we going to McDonald's again? Yeah. A lot of jogging pants walking up in McDonald's, you know? Um, I like that someone in the chat said, sitting around waiting for Richard Gere. Aww. <laughs> Go save him like pretty woman. Um, the counselor Susan Hall said prostitution may be the oldest profession in the world, but a complaint of this sort is a new one on us. The trading standards manual doesn't really cover it. I would like this gentleman involved to visit Harold again, but perhaps this time he could enjoy some of our more wholesome pursuits, like our wonderful open parks, leisure centers, and historic churches. Ah, <laughs> so leave them hoes alone. To which that man said, bitch, I'm trying to fuck these hoes. Yeah, I hear you. Trying too. to go to no fucking park. We got parks in my borough. I know that's true, unless I'm fucking them in the park. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, is they fucking at the leisure center? And historic churches? If they not, mm-mm. I might be into some fucking at the historic <laughs> church. I'm yes. a freak. But what I'm not into is being declined service. Um, maybe he didn't have no shoe, shirt, no shoes. Ah! <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Um, Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. wants to be on scandal why uh lena dunham is on today's uh bill simmons report or other day which talked about her obsession with old loves tumblr joined the club and deep in lord deep enduring love for brad renfro and a few of her dream projects she says she loved to direct one of espn's 30 for 30 doc- documents but that's about women's tennis since she's a fan. Bill Simmons pitched, pitched her Monica Seles' stabbing or maybe the relationship between Chris Everett and Jimmy Connors, either one which would have, could have been great. What? Uh, just get to the point. She said, my life's great passion is about the, uh, is, my life's great passion is the idea of being a guest star on Scandal. I want to be like a senator who did something wrong. She admits she's probably not technically allowed to be on another show, but surely there are ways to get around that. Uh, to which I say no. Do not come to my show. I will cut you. All right? Ah! You got girls. Stay in your lane. Yeah, I fuck with girls because those are horrible, despicable people and all that shit. But let's not get it conflicted. Okay? You're not old enough to be a senator. No, you got at least be 50. So you need to calm down and just stay in your lane. Okay? 
over there making ugly sex scenes and shit like that awkward stuff uh white women's privilege i love that but if you fuck up shonda rhyme's show i have to stab you all right <laughs> y'all have issues stay the fuck away from my show that's all i'm saying <clears throat> your foolishness was cute on hbo with all the cuss words and stuff but i will pass a i will lobby to pass a bill <laughs> to keep keep, keep you your off ass off keep you off a of scandal go over there make your butt on hbo girl all right it's time for our games i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna sing this shit today but uh let's see what happens guys this is why you listen to the show <laughs> fucking with them black people we're just fucking with them black we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time for fucking with black people today's contestant a jury a juror in the michael dunn trial and a dude that likes to rob people all right let's see how it goes uh first one is a juror in uh the michael dunn trial the controversial trial where a man killed jordan davis and shot an suv up that was full of black kids and got off of murder but got convicted of three counts of attempted murder which is odd yep juror number eight is Krishana miles she's just 21 years old she was also the youngest juror on this panel and we spent about an hour talking a little bit about everything we talked about the case about the partial verdicts and even about the swift community reaction that followed those verdicts specifically about race and whether race played a role in her opinion in the case or in the jury deliberations uh take a listen to what she had to say about that i never once thought about oh this was a black kid this was a white guy because that was that wasn't the case so people who say you know here's another white guy who got away with shooting and killing a black kid what would you tell them i would tell them that they really should acknowledge themselves on the law. If this case wasn't about race, then what was it about for you? It was about justice. Um, uh, justice. When I walked into it, I just wanted to bring justice to whoever it was. If it was Michael Dunn, I wanted to bring justice to him. If it was Leland, Tevin, Tommy, or Jordan, I wanted to bring justice to them. Now, Miles told me that she believes that Michael Dunn was guilty of second-degree murder for shooting and killing Jordan Davis, but because this jury could not reach a unanimous verdict on the murder charge, she says she felt they did the right thing by coming back with just a partial verdict. She also says she hopes the next jury, if in fact there is a next jury, if there's a retrial, she hopes that they'll be able to reach an agreement on that charge. Um, I just need to go back a bit. The black kid. What would you tell them? I would tell them that they really should acknowledge themselves on the law. See, Florida, this is why I can't ah! let y'all slide. Okay, you give these motherfuckers an itch. And y'all are putting Kwame on the jury talking about knowledge they self on the law mm-hmm. and knowledge this yourself this is a true jury of your peers in florida mm-hmm. like this person i guarantee if you interview the rest of the people on the jury it all sounds like this knowledge they self on the law and uh yeah just 
you know i actually don't have much of a problem with her saying that she didn't come to it with you know she just wanted to bring justice to whatever was happening and all. i actually don't have a problem with that but knowledge they self on the law no just just <laughs> okay you don't know about that knowledge yourself dog knowledge they self that's what sounds like five percent of talk ah. <coughs> it sounds like you need to knowledge they self on the law brother that's the problem i've been telling people this for years shatan ain't letting you do the knowledge brother you think you think the white devil gonna let you do the knowledge on oh you can't Lord. knowledge yourself on the law that's when you look and you turn away because you go no mm, mm, no do the vitamin seven five eight ten okay ah! That's right. It's not even a book in there because they took it out the Bible because it's too controversial. Says, and the white man will not allow them to knowledge thyself upon the law. Oh, now what does that mean to you? Hmm? Obviously, I'm a knowledge myself away from you and uh, going over here and going back to class. So look, man, um, she said race was never a factor in the verdict. I don't care about that. That's fine. That whatever. I don't even, I'm just. Yeah. Just, she, she said not, and she thought about it. She didn't, like, this wasn't something she said offhandedly. She paused and had a good three seconds to go, how can I put this? What would you tell them? I would tell them that they really should knowledge themselves on the law. (laughs) Just, oh, Florida. You know, this is half Florida, half black people. Um, uh, just, um, just knowledge they self on the law, Karen. Okay. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you knowledge yourself on anything? Like, you can't say that at your job. <laughs> they look, look at you sideways. Have you guys knowledge to yourselves on this? Hmm. Just as she was saying that, all I could think was, in, in my head. No! The ah! whole time. That was, that was exactly how that played in my head. As soon as, as soon as she started talking, I said, oh, here go. What would you tell them? I would tell them that they really should knowledge themselves on the law. In this case, was it about race? Disgust. A hundred. Of course a hundred. <laughs> it's the fucking most racial trial since Trayvon. And we're talking about acknowledging ourselves on the law. Of course you return a fucking deadlock. You probably don't know what murder one means. <laughs> well, see, he attempted to murder the other ones. So that's that, that would make sense. But uh, I wouldn't say he murdered. I would say like he more killed him, you know, like he killed him. Mm-hmm. I would say he probably killed the killed the Jordan Davis, uh, mm-hmm. and then he like attempted to murder the other ones. Cause I I'm looking at the book right now. It says murder side, uh, right here. So I think the definition for murder side is different. I think so too. <laughs> what the fuck were those discussions like? Uh, guys, you need to go back and deliberate one more time. I would not have wanted oh, to be in that room. If I acknowledge myself on these laws one more time. Oh. Anyway. I 
would not have. I would have pulled my fucking hair out. Mm. Like there had to be one sane person that uh, yeah, that just that, like moved to Florida from a, a sane state. And we're looking at them like, how the fuck did I get here? Right. Like there just had to be somebody just holding out. Like, right. But see, you can't do, do knowledge uh, yourself. Like they kept getting sidetracked because they'd be like. <laughs> Well, you see, because the case right here says that, you know, murder and, uh, you know, it, it was willful intent because he, he definitely, uh, fired the gun. I mean, he aimed directly at them. Uh, and they say he felt threatened, but there was no, uh, altercation. There were no guns in the car. There was no, and then all of a sudden it was like, right. Okay. But what I'm saying is if you knowledge yourself on the law, you can, and then it kept getting sidetracked. Like you can't knowledge yourself on the law. No, no, I'm saying you got to knowledge yourself. Bitch, you can't. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's not a real word. Right. And then it's time's up, guys. The judge wants to see you. Like, have you guys shit. reached a, have you guys reached a verdict yet? No. no. I can't get her to fucking say knowledge yourself of the law is not real. And we've been talking about this for three hours. Right. All right, guys. One more deliberation. Shit. I got to spend another goddamn day with y'all. Right. Um, all right. So a hundred points for her. A white man. Shaitan, as we likes to call him. A white man who pleaded guilty to six robberies in Ohio used a black mask so lifelike that police initially arrested a black man for one of the crimes. Oh. A hundred. Come on. <laughs> Do I need to read the rest of this? A hundred. Uh, no. fucking hundred. A hundred, a hundred, hundred times. They even arrested a nigga for this mix up. You do not get more fucked with than them <laughs> arresting you. For some shit you could not have possibly done. Oh and yeah. He clearly off of a mask that was right. so lifelike. He took blackface to another level, didn't he? And he clearly did this so that he could be like, uh, they will arrest some black people. They, they'll never get to me. Wow. Yeah, you get a hundred, baby. You know. And uh, the best part about this is, um, who was the person that called Channel Nine News or? The, the the tip hotline and turned in an innocent brother. Oh, that's Tyrell. You know they did. They was like, is, is is that my cousin on the news? Damn, he up there robbing people, man. Let me turn this nigga in. Ah, you know that's that the picture me. I want to see. The brother who got arrested. Duh. Cause he, you know, he ain't do he that ain't do is, nothing wrong. That is literally very lifelike. Yeah, I put a picture in the chat room, but wow, I want to see that picture. Of that brother who got arrested. That didn't do Who's this wrong. dude? Makeup artist. They did a wonderful job. Right. They probably still got the black dude in custody and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he said, but I didn't do it. Right. Sure you didn't, nigger. I mean, I mean, uh, I'll just, ah! just get a conviction on the white guy first. Uh, if he pleads guilty, we'll let you out. But, uh, if not, he could be facing a long time in the, in the jail. Okay. Uh, yeah, I put the picture in the chat so you guys can see it, but. Yeah, it does look pretty lifelike, man. Like, it mm. really does. I wonder if he was talking like a black person, too. You I, know? I wanted to the lips, the lips, the lips must have moved and everything then. Yeah. Put the money in the bag, yo. Come on, give it up. Run that shit. <laughs> you thought all proper? You fucking run that shit, okay, bro? Acknowledge thyself, bitch, and give me that money. Right. Listen, my N-words, cause I don't say that. All right. I'm above that. That is a level too far for me. But listen, my N-words, you guys need to get all of the cheddar 
into the money bag yeah they would tackle him because they're like um no sir there's there's something about this dude don't sound right i will get the popping caps up i will popping this bitch i will popping i'll be putting up popping caps in your asses I, i'm not joking i will take these ones <clears throat> and have the hoes twerk at the club the mm-hmm. club wait a minute the club yes. everyone get the club and get the twerking in here right now yes i will be making it rain um, on all the bitches right i need them fat stacks yo ah! um so 100 for him obviously. oh yes and it's time for our other game of course it's time for guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time but now that it's time for some guess the race that's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all of podcast land, where we play or read news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our audience, the racist audience that it is, to guess the race. I hope you guys are ready to play some Guess the Race. All right, let's get started. Let's um, do this. Here's our first story about a principal who had enough of these kids bullshit karen oh snap and uh you know sometimes you gotta take matters into your own hands and i don't blame them these kids are bad so i see these little kids i wish i could slap them for the parents like, ah, a controversial video has just surfaced from a Connecticut school showing a principal dragging two young students down a hallway. Now many parents at the Bridgeport school are outraged, saying the woman should be fired. These are video clips from two different incidents inside Bridgeport's Tisdale School involving two different students. In one clip, a student is seen being dragged down the hallway. The school official is Principal Carmen Perez-Dixon. These videos were seen by the Board of Education when the accusations surfaced. The board decided to give the veteran <coughs> principal a six-month suspension instead of firing her like the superintendent recommended. If they touch a child in any way that's inappropriate, they shouldn't be that. Bridgeport Schools Chief Administrative Officer, who's running the district during the transition to a new superintendent, says the former superintendent recommended firing Dixon, but the Board of Ed voted differently. I hope that parents, frankly, uh, who whoever sees this, does not believe that this kind of behavior is prevalent in all of our Bridgeport schools. Back in October, one of the Board of Ed members who voted to keep Dixon called the video an incomplete account of what happened, saying you don't see the child's behavior leading up to it. This mother has a first and second grader at Tisdale. I personally like Miss Dixon. She's she's always been good with my kids. I just never know. You know, I never knew what happened. Well, during her termination hearing, Dixon's lawyer said her actions were appropriate for the situation. All right, guys. What did the child do? Uh... Got they ass drug across that fucking hallway is what yes, they did. Yes, they did. Well, uh, chat room, of course, uh, need you guys to guess the race. Leonard Brothers says blacker than a pimp's heart at midnight when his bitches come up short. His Sparger says Hispanic lady that was dragging black kids down the hall. That's why she wasn't fired. Black Rob says wash the kids mouth out with soap until the water with using the water on her back. HC said you smoke crack, don't you? Black. You're killing yourself. Well, do it expeditiously. 
don't fuck around jump uh latina who thought she had great grab mops this sounds like a rack of negroes ray rice's former principal black 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 they sell (laughs) 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 oh man now i got cramped all right correct answer is black somebody said latina Coughing, give me a cramp. <laughs> cry, cry. I got a little, uh, got a little uh, agitated at him for getting that one wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! All right. Um, next article. Let me see what this one is. All right, here we go, guys. Um, I might need to refresh it, but um, apparently the teachers are fucking these kids. You know how they do is fucking disgusting. Can't keep their fucking hands. That's right. and this is where police say the teacher was arrested. Now, I'm told she had been teaching here since 2008. This woman, 28-year-old <coughs> Melissa Lindgren, an eighth-grade <coughs> math teacher at Nicholas Junior High School in Fullerton, was arrested Friday for inappropriate sexual contact with two students. You know what? We're very sorry uh, that this happened at all. Um, it is um, their kids, um, and it is nothing more sad. Um, and more disturbing um, to have uh, their child in pain. Robert Pletka, the superintendent for Fullerton Unified School District, says Lingren was arrested within hours after two boys told their counselor about the inappropriate behavior. We tried to talk to Lingren at an address listed in La Mirada under her name. No one answered the door. But a neighbor who says she's known Lingren for 10 years says she can't believe it. You can think you know someone or, you know, think that someone's a certain way, but deep down, like, people have real issues and do things that you would never think. Police say after their investigation, Lingren is charged with several felony counts, including child molestation. Fullerton Unified School District released a statement on its website saying Lingren admitted to the accusations. What she did was violated the trust um, of the kids, most importantly, the families and and their colleagues. Now, there will be a meeting here at the school Monday night for parents who have questions about this incident. We're live tonight in Fullerton, <coughs> Brittany Hopper, KCAL 9 News. All right, guys. So, guess the race of Mrs. Lingren, kid fucker. One who would cause a national Amber Alert and be found within days if she ever came up missing. White lady trying to relive her glory days. Power of the white woman's love that went too far. Cuckoo Kachoo Mrs. White's Ensign. Uh, Chalk Professional Athletes White. I mean, wife. That was for it in. The correct answer is is white. (laughs) You guys all got that right. Good job. I don't think nobody got that wrong. Um, I guess you can sense it. All right, man. Let's go to the bonus Bonus round before I crap out into oblivion. Um, Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. 
That's right. It's bonus round of guess the race where everything's worth double the points and double the racism. I hope everybody's ready in the chat room because it's clutch time. Let's see if who's going to get back into this and who is not. Authorities arrested two men who were wounded in gunfire in Marrero over the weekend, including a 20 year old accused of hiding cocaine in his injured buttocks. Oh, injured. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think the cops might have done this. Oh. You know, they might set him up. Sprinkle some crack in him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Achille. Yeah, I would do a mask, so you don't never know. Achille Bailey of Marrero and Treon Florent, 21, you know, that's the race, was shot multiple times in, uh, Marrero on Saturday afternoon. Uh, deputies were dispatched to the Charleston Drive residence just before 4 p.m. after receiving a report of a shooting. They arrived to find Bailey sitting out front in the chair with gunshot wounds in his buttock, to his buttock, left leg and foot. Florent lay face up in the grass a few feet from Bailey. He suffered gunshot wounds to the back of his neck, leg and knee. Both were taken to the LSU Interim Public Hospital in New Orleans where they were in stable condition. But when paramedics tried to assist Bailey, he refused to get up and appeared to be clenching his butt cheeks together. Authorities may have suspected his behavior was due to the location of his injury, but a doctor who treated Bailey at the hospital retrieved a small bag containing 2.5 grams of cocaine from his buttocks. The arrest report said Bailey, uh, five, uh, well, who, who cares where he lives, was booked Sunday with possession of derivatives of cocoa, le- cocoa leaves, as well as two outstanding warrants for simple battery and simple criminal damage to property. Uh, so, guess the race. Uh, the victims were un- uncooperative and refused to answer questions about the shooting. Of course. So guess the race of these two dudes. Robbery mask models. There's Michael T. Ford. Black Rob says blacker than a Popeye's in the hood on a Sunday afternoon at the church lets out. Oh, my. Leonard Brother says those who will have to knowledge thyself on the dimensions of a jail cell. Yeah. Brillo, Brillo pad hair wear owner. <clears throat> Shine. Achille Treon. Two dumb black youngins. Booty black, black, 15-yard penalty. <laughs> for saying oh. the word. Oh, that's good. The correct answer is black. They were black. Everybody got that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, we can't get out of here without talking about sore ratchetness, people, okay? It's a problem that is plaguing the entire globe. And everybody's scared to talk about it except us here at the Black Guy Who Tips. That's right. Because we are vigilant. Very. And we will not let these sword ratchet motherfuckers overrun us. Ever. They will knowledge thyself before they step to us. All right. Yes, sir. A Lewiston man threatens bar patrons with a two foot sword. Oh, my. Lewiston, Idaho. One man is behind bars after pulling out a two-foot sword and making threats late Wednesday night. Lewiston resident Douglas Kane, 60, was arrested early Wednesday morning for aggravated assault after he allegedly waved a sword and threatened people at a bar in Lewiston. Bar patrons held Kane down until police arrived and arrested him. He was threatening and swinging it, and one of the people thought he might have had the ability to kill someone with such a large knife, said the SWAT team captain Tom Green. Um... (laughs) So it was a fairly serious threat. In addition to aggravated assault, Kane is charged. How do you take a Captain A. Tom Green seriously? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I can't even tell him to do something weird like suck a cow's udder or something. Yes. Kane is charged with carrying a concealed weapon without a license. 
Um, that's it. What about attempted murder? Mm-mm. Assault? See, not taking this shit seriously, man. Wow. Yep. Ex Lake, uh, East Lake sword slaying suspect fled to reunite with his ex wife. Authorities say Teresa Sue Compton was stabbed several times with a 35 inch sword later found in a bedroom. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lindsay Carson had concerns about the man her mother, Teresa Sue Compton, met through an online dating service about two years ago. James Quilliams. Quilliams. <coughs> that sounds made up. Quilliams. I know. Never interacted with their relatives, she said, and he often drank. He was actually very weird from the first time I met him, Carson 26 said. And when in a drunken rage, he slashed the couple's mattress in their East Lake home the day after Christmas. Carson hoped her mother would end the relationship, but she didn't. What? Oh. See, that's the thing. You don't take these people with swords seriously. And next thing you know, they're fucking killing you. You know? Wow. Dude, it's the day after Christmas you're cutting the bed with a sword? Oh, yeah. This relationship is officially, one of us got to go. That ain't the present she was hoping for no on monday afternoon and and he and and she might have wanted to give him some cut up but not that type of cut up right that's not the cut of cut up she was asking about Mm-mm. not to mention you done fucked up the bed where we supposed to sleep <laughs> that's true <clears throat> on monday afternoon deputies discovered compton's body inside her home three days later about 700 miles away authorities found quilliams in the tennessee cabin and arrested him on first degree murder charge my mom had the biggest heart, Carson said through tears Thursday. She always believed that people could change. She always tried to give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, she was wrong. Last year, Compton was transferred from Tennessee to Florida by Gerdau, a steel, comp- a steel production company with a facility in Tampa. Compton, 48, pr- purchased his home in Eastlake. And she, ha- she and Williams, a paramedic who worked in Pascal Medical Office, moved in together in March. So, oh. mm-hmm. on her birthday, May 25th, he proposed. March, April, May 25th. Wow. Mm-hmm. And on her birthday, smart, so you don't have to buy two presents. I see. Carson of Columbia, Tennessee, was visiting her mother during Christmas when Compton discovered text messages on Quilliam's phone from his ex-wife. In the messages, the pair talked about getting back together. <gasps> Compton confronted him, placed his belonging outside the front door, and asked him to leave. Later, when he returned to pick up his belongings, he started cutting into the mattress with a knife. <clears throat> Williams left, but about 1 a.m. December 27th, Carson was smoking on the screen patio when she spotted him outside with the knife. He was completely intoxicated. Deputies arrived with the dogs, but they couldn't find him. They did not have enough probable cause to arrest Williams because he had not harmed or threatened to hurt anyone with the knife. After Carson left for Tennessee, Williams moved back in. What? Wow. So I guess she she left to go to Tennessee and then he moved back in their house. Yeah. Okay. I was very worried about her. Carson said of her mother, she she was my best friend. Compton reassured her daughter that things between them were great and that it was just the alcohol that triggered it. Oh, Carson is the daughter. Yes. So after the daughter left. Yeah, the daughter the dude, put his ass out. She yeah. was like, you got to go. Yeah. Because people can't see that because they too digmatized because of the swords you know and they, they they forget about the swords this is the kind of stuff that that rat believes in mm-hmm. dick ain't worth my life i can mm-hmm. always replace that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah um so at 6 a.m monday neighbors saw quilliams in the driveway uh, <clears throat> um 
oh wait no i'm sorry but on sunday night by 11 p.m at midnight neighbors heard yelling at the home at 6 a.m they saw quilliams in the driveway one le- one neighbor later told deputies quilliams seemed weird another neighbor said he heard glass shattering and saw quilliams tossing something in the trash they noticed blood on the driveway <clears throat> deputies arrived around 5 p.m discovered compton face down in the garage she had been stabbed with a 35 inch sword later found in the bedroom between five and ten times in a particularly brutal attack her arms were also sliced likely from fighting for her life detectives learned around 4 21 a.m on monday quilliams had booked a 5 p.m flight to on allegiant air to st Pete clearwater international airport in knoxville tennessee he's trying to get out of town when Pinellas from Pinellas, deputies tracked his cell phone to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. On Wednesday, his ex-wife. Oh, so he did leave town. <clears throat> yeah. On, oh. on Wednesday, his ex-wife Christy Williams uh, drove him drove him close to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. After dropping him off, she was arrested on a DUI charge. <gasps> yeah. When officers asked if her ex-husband could pick up her car, she told them she he couldn't because he was running from police for killing a woman in Florida. Oh, Florida, and also what you knew he was killing? Ah! what i mean is this a situation where you just like i don't want him to kill me so you let him do it because i would just not show up hey yeah, you gonna oh, pick oh, me up from the airport oh, what's you, wrong oh, i killed a bitch oh, oh, you, oh i'm good or oh, oh, he may have told her that after after we right. got in the car she's like um you got to get out my car Authorities receive information that Quilliams might be hiding in a national park Wednesday for hours range of search. Visitors reported seeing a man with short gray hair and a goatee wearing black pants and a trench coat. But on Wednesday night, someone called the police about Quilliams and said he was staying in the cabin at Ware's Valley, about 20 miles from the park. Uh, the U.S. Marshal Service arrested him. Quilliams does not have a criminal history in Florida. He was once arrested for disorderly conduct in Tennessee. He remains at the county jail uh, awaiting extradition to Pinellas County. His ex-wife got just as many problems as he does. Yeah, she they found her drunk. Right. Here's what you got to know about this. He drove me to drinking. Ladies, if a man is fucking owning a sword, it's a sign. Okay? It's a sign. Run. He's not all there. I'm sorry to say that. Run. I'm sorry to be the guy and who is stereotyping. And- but wouldn't you rather be stereotyping and alive? <laughs> and reverse for dudes. <laughs> if you... I'm sorry, Red. You date a woman and she got a, a katana sitting up on her fire uh, mantle. It's time to go. If a person owns a sword, they do not have good conflict resolution skills. It has been proven time after fucking time after yeah. fucking time. All right? He cheats on you. You say something. Now he's going to cut you and kill you. Cut up the mattress. Try to kill you. Come on, guys. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Adam and Eve. Use code TBGWT there and uh, get your discounts. And don't forget... Uh, you can also go to tweak.io, use code TBGWT, and get your discounts there. Tomorrow's guest will be Mike Felder of In the Bleachers. Um, and the show will be at 5. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.